Hello, it's Rob Beck here, Absolute Radio, Rock and Roll Football, and it's Sunday afternoon, two o'clock, and I'll be honest with you, I am struggling. A little bit too much to drink last night, it involved Jaeger in an alley, and this morning it took me 45 minutes to try and eat three chicken selects. Normally, a six to four minute job took 45, but I'm powering through, I've had some water, and it's all going to be okay. I was at a wedding yesterday, that um... It was a long day of wedding, and I had far too much caffeine. Um, and I was struggling um, today. I'm in a sort of a weird sort of caffeine down period. Um, but um, anyway, Chelsea, I've, I've gone. I've, I've lost a plot again. I, this always happens, Silent Brian. I sit in here on my own. I start talking to myself and start going mad. I'm talking about Chelsea. They're playing Crystal Palace, and um, they're going to be champions by the looks of things, obviously. Um, but I'm bit, getting a bit annoyed with John Terry because... He's really good, and he's annoying. It's annoying that he's good because he's he's probably the best defender in the league. And they don't really like John Terry. Not a lot of people like Chelsea at the moment. Where you know, getting grief for being boring. But you can't doubt how good they are. John Terry is one of the best defenders in the world. He's probably the best defender in the Premier League at the moment. But I hate him. Everyone hates him. I call it the John Terry effect. And he's technically brilliant, but you just don't like it. So I want to know what more. I want to know some more John Terry effects that you've got going in your life. What do you? What is technically really good, but you hate it? Do you mean for me Breaking Bad? Everyone loves Breaking Bad. Everyone says Breaking Bad is brilliant, but I can't. I can't get a ball of it. Celery. So good for your celery, isn't it? The negative calories is awful. It's just like eating solid water. It's horrible, which is ice originally. <laughs> I'd hate celery. Can't get bald, but really good for you. Oh, oh, the other things like lions. Everyone wants a lion. Everyone says how amazing lions are. I hate them because it's too much pressure. It's too much pressure on a lion. If you're sitting there, if I get up early, I'm like, well, I've got to stay in here now because I'm having a lion. No, it's a John Terry effect. What is technically really good, but you ate? Um, we've had some good suggestions here. We've had um, Kurt says Floyd Mayweather, very technical, a bit boring, a bit like Chelsea. And Paul has said Jerry Francis's haircut. And I couldn't agree more with you, Paul, because, you know, Jerry Francis, if you're not aware, Jerry Francis is probably a 50 year old ex football manager, and he has one of the most awful haircuts I've ever seen. It's like, it's sort of, it's like a, it's a mullet. Let's not, let's not beat around the bush here. It's, it's, an, it's a really long mullet, but it's just like a French crop on top. And it's, but. It's, you know, it might not be the nicest hairstyle to look at, but it's technically excellent. The, the, the finishing on it, if you're the hairdresser, you're being asked to do it, you don't really want to, but the finish on it is absolutely, it's like trying to do a comedy gig to a load of, like, stags and hens, right? You don't really want to be involved in it, but you're going to do it, and you're going to do it well. And Jerry Francis' hairdresser is absolutely outrageous. Um, also, I've been, um, so send some more of those in. Um, also, I want to talk to you about, I went and saw the Avengers film um, recently, and I loved the Avengers film, the first one, I thought it was, it was great. Um, this new one, The Age of Ultron, is one of the worst films I have ever seen the action I don't, everyone's going mad for it though it's getting good reviews but the action in it's quality but it's the most sh- ridiculous story ever right and Silent Brian said to me he went oh yeah but not supposed to be a good story you just got to get on board of it I went look mate you're not supposed to be speaking for a start your name's Silent Brian secondly the film right I'm look, don't get me wrong I'm not I'm not a film connoisseur right I think you know a lot of those Godfather films are a bit long they drag do you know what I mean and technically I'm not a big story I don't care I don't care if something's crashing through the sky there's a big fire I don't care about the story but in Age of Ultron, it's, it's, a, it's not even a baddie. It's just AI. It's just like a nothing, like an intangible thing. He's the enemy. That's no good. He just, he's a robot for a bit. It's awful. And then they invent a new 
Avenger, and he's the most boring man ever. It's like my Auntie Mandy would be more interesting as an Avenger. And then at the end of it, and also, well, I hate Incredible Hulk's in it, right? And I've got a, a right rant here about this. Incredible Hulk's in it, right? And Incredible Hulk, that massive green bloke is really strong in it, right? He's he's doing all emotional Hulk, you know, like because you want the Hulk to just be bashing stuff up and loving it, right? But he's going, oh God, I'm all emotionally turmoiled. I I'm, I'm just want to be a little scientist, but I have to, and I have to become the biggest, strongest man in the world and get to cop off of Scarlett Johansson. Shut up, Hulk, and cheer up and write a proper story. Absolute radio. I had a little rant about going to see the Avengers film Age of Ultron earlier, and I'm getting a bit of grief for that. Um, I've got a text here saying, it's very official, Rob. Re, and it's the RE with the two little dots. I don't know what they're called, but he's done it, there's a lot of good grammar in here. Um, Re, your rant about Age of Ultron. Clearly, you're an idiot. It was awesome. I mean, I'm not disputing that, mate. I definitely am an idiot. That is, that has never been in doubt. Um, I'm just sort of, you know, pushing me luck and seeing how far I can get me. Um, but I do disagree with you. The story was awful. The action was good, but I had no idea what was going on. Stupid little blue Ultron, whatever. I don't even know what he is. Um, it's just like a it's something in the air. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like getting like the Three Musketeers to fight Wi-Fi. It's pointless. It's a joke. Um, so I'm not happy with that. So I want to know, right? What if you're all like Age of Ultron? Fair enough. But I want to know if you've ever walked out the cinema. Right, because the film's been so bad. Have you ever walked out? Right, because I have once. Spider-Man Three, right? Because I love the Spider-Man films. Yeah, I know. You think, oh, Rob, you must hate all comic films. Oh, I love them, mate. I can't see them all. But Spider-Man Three, there's a point in it where I left where Kirsten Dunst and I don't know another fella, not Spider-Man, another geezer, are cooking, are cooking Mexican food, and then I start having a dance. It was like an old El Paso advert. I'm like, I'm not having that, and I got up and left. Also, I left the. Um, Oh, I fell asleep during Da Vinci Code. Like, immediately. I, I, I reckon within seven minutes, I was, I was like, pinching myself to stay awake. I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't even know why Tom Hanks was running. It was just, I just woke up, I went through, there was a little monk fella with my hair cut chasing him, and I didn't even know why. Um, so that one, so I want to know, when you've left a film, which film you left, and at what point, for me, it was Spider-Man 3 with the Mexican food. Um, also, as well, I went into that Bob Dylan film. That I left that one. I, was like, I mean, Simon Brown was just saying to me, you've not stayed in a lot of films, have you? I went, no, I'll go. If I get bored, I'll go. Um, yeah, I left after Harry Potter. I thought, what, is, what am I doing with my life? Um, and um, yeah, but the Bob Dylan one was like eight different people playing Bob Dylan, like Kate Blanchett was doing it at one point. I thought, what's going on? I'm not there, it was called. Um, yeah, so let me know when you've walked out of cinema, what film, and when. What bit sent you over the edge? Did you think, I've had enough of this? Because four people left Avengers, even though everyone thinks it's really good. Four people walked out of Age of Old. Tron. Um, and um, I've got this in from Chris in Somerset. He said, only movie I've ever walked out on was Bad Lieutenant with Harvey Keitel. Worst film ever. Plus, as I got home, I caught my boyfriend cheating on me with his ex. <gasps> oh, that is that is not a good day, is it? Not a good day. Oh, poor old Chris in Somerset. I hope you're having a better weekend. Uh, now it's time for um, our regular feature, which is uh, What's Wrong With Rom? Which is where I ring up my mate and very funny comedian Ramesh Ranganathan um, to find out what's been bothering this week. And then then I try and help him out and give him some great advice to help improve his life. Doesn't always work, but I'm going to try my best. So it's time for What's Wrong With Rom? Hello, Romish. Hello. What's happening, mate? Yeah, first of all, uh, my wife told me I'm not allowed to do this to tell you this is the problem. But let me tell you. Oh, what right, this could be uh, next week's problem as well. Then, if you. I'm, I'm out. I'm out with the family this morning. Our eldest son. He does a drama club. All right. On Saturdays, right? Now, let's not talk about how opposed I am to that in principle. <laughs> that's a that's another. <laughs> that's, that's a separate issue. issue. Stage school well, is a separate issue. That's a separate issue, right? Today we had to go and watch a performance. Right, we had to go and watch a thing. Oh, like, what was it? What are they doing? 
they're doing like little like sort of like movie star things and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's a big deal. You know, obviously the standard is appalling, but they're just kids, right? So, How old are they? Anyway, yeah. What age is this? I don't know, like from. <laughs> but how old's your kid? You should know how old your kid is. Yeah, but it's a wide, it's a wide range. Oh, okay. Six to I don't know, twelve or thirteen or something like that, right? <laughs> so anyway, so we go watch this uh, performance, right? Bearing in mind, it starts at ten o'clock yeah. on a Sunday, right? So we go watch this performance. Our son, he's in it. Honestly, this is what he went. Need a hand. That's the end. That's all he did. Right? This thing was over an hour. <laughs> so, he, that's so, right? he, yeah. Go on. So, I've watched him do that, and then I'm just sitting there watching other people's children. Now, listen, I understand it's a collaborative effort, but I don't care what other people's kids are doing. Do you know what I, mean? I don't want to. I, I just. I said to. I, basically, it finished. I sat there. I watched my son say something that he could have quite easily said at home <laughs> at 11 o'clock, right? And we wouldn't have had to leave. Watch all these other kids I don't care about. And then I said to my wife, I'm never coming to this again, ever. I'm never coming to one of these again. She thinks I'm being unsupportive or out of order. But I said to her, son, I said to him, mate, you know, look at it. He said, yeah, I know, I wasn't in it very much, was I? <laughs> I said, so why did you tell us that? You knew how much you were in it. Just own up. Yeah, but- I don't mind, but just like, we don't come out and watch you. We'll drop you off. But, um, but what, a bit later. I do think you need to try and be a bit more supportive, though, because then you'll get more conflict. Was he Mate, good? Was I'm he good at his bit, his, though? Was he good at his? How could you not? Be, how could you not be good at that bit? Mate? <laughs> what, what? 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 Qualitative assessment do you want me to make? Yeah, he said the words, and he looked in the right direction. All right, so you yeah, it's I mean? a good start. You got to try and be a bit more supportive, though, with it, haven't you, Romesh? Like, I am being supportive. Like he's allowed to go. Oh, okay, great, that's and, good of you. I mean, also, you know, we take him. We take he's him. Take, yeah, he does have office. to walk there. That's good, isn't it? You've got yeah, your, yeah, your parent yeah, of the year, are. you're going to be. <laughs> Not Katona off her perch. <laughs> we ask him how it went and that. Yeah. It's all that, you know... It's fine. I'm listen. I don't really think I'm not being support. I am being supportive. I'm, I'm happy for him to do it, and I encourage him to do it. Right? Yeah. What I don't like is going and watching it. That's all I'm saying. Is I don't like going and watching. It. And I don't think that's a big deal. I if they go to you, by the way, there's a performance on, and then just go. He's going to be in it for three minutes. Yeah. Right? yeah. Then I'll make a decision. Do you know what I mean? If it's, it basically, I think there's a, a, a sliding scale here. However long he's in it and how early it starts. If it's 8 o'clock, he's in it for two minutes. Yeah. Forget it, mate. I ain't going to watch it. 45 minutes at midday, then let's talk. <laughs> but I mean? not 10 seconds. Well, can't oh, you have a word with the person and get him more lines? That's a double-edged sword, isn't it? What if he's not very good? What? And then you go, can he have some more lines? And then you just excruciate it. You're watching him be rubbish. What I'd rather is they're just honest about it. They're not honest about it. They make it like everyone's made a contribution and everyone's everyone's equally as good. They're not equally as good, are yeah, they? Yeah, because I've, I've seen I'm some saying, of that. It's awful. Some of, the, some of the kids, I can tell they're rubbish from the way they walk into the room and sit down. They're not going to eat Do you know what I mean? So you can't say that they're going to be, that everyone's equally good. So, you know, forget this. Forget this. You know, equilibrium, everyone's contributed, we'd love to give everyone, everyone congratulations. No, not everyone congratulations, that's not how, <laughs> showbiz doesn't work like that. Is it? You're training them for the most cutthroat thing in the world, <laughs> and you're pretending it's going to be all equal and everything. <laughs> I don't worry, if you're rubbish, you're still getting the movies. You won't, mate. All right, a lot of school plays do DVDs now. Can't you just get them to film it, and then watch it when you get home, can't you? <clears throat> I've suggested that to her. I've already suggested that to her. It's a very good idea. I oh, tell you what you could do, Ramesh, right? If you yeah. do, if you spoke about this in your show, right, yeah. and then you could do a massive callback at the end where yeah. your son comes out and just goes, Need an hand? Oh, my God. That's, a, that's, that's actually, <laughs> actually a really good that's, idea. Because if he's there anyway at your show, yeah. you just yeah. get him to walk out and go, Need an hand? 
And then yeah. you're being supportive because you've given her a proper audience. Yeah. Ramesh, I think I've actually helped you. You've actually what? smashed this out of the park. What's wrong with Rob? <laughs> Nothing. I've just sorted him out. That's it. Get him there. Get him in your show and let him go. Need an hand? Bosh. You've been supportive. He's doing... I don't know what, what, how that comes under sort of child labour if he's working, but that's fine, isn't it, if no, he's, a, not, if he's an actor. Billy it's Elliot. Thing, he's on, still on the West End, did he? That little yeah. kid. Anyway, apparently they just keep him really small, that Billy Elliot kid. It's the same <laughs> one that's been doing it years and they, they put him <laughs> in a little room. Yeah, so they yeah. don't have to get a different one every year. It's the same kid that they've just sort of moved down. It's what happened to Macaulay Culkin. Um, right, Rubbish, I'm glad I've helped you. Have a good week and I'll speak to you next week, yeah? Cheers, mate. See Bye. Bye. See you later, mate. This is Absolute, Absolute Radio. I want to talk to you about something, guys. I've been reading a book. You know, I don't want to show off, but I do that now. Um, I've uh, And it's it's one of the funniest books I've ever read. It's Steve Brookstein's autobiography. Um, <laughs> Steve Brookstein obviously shot to fame as the first ever winner of The X Factor. And he's got a book out, right? And it's basically his side of events and how he sort of... I think he, he believes he didn't get the opportunities he sort of promised and that kind of thing. But he is the angriest, most bitter man I've ever and the, the book's so funny and it's a classic one of those tortured soul type books where he's on the front cover with a beard touching his face looking away you know in those sort of it's all black and white cover hand to the face looking away just to go oh my god I got so much on my plate <laughs> one of those looks right so I've read the book right and I'm too fair to make some points because I imagine if you win the X Factor there's loads of stuff that goes on that might be hard work and to deal with but in it right it is, it is, it, there's 58 I've got this on ebooks I've searched the, the name Simon Cow. He's mentioned 58 times in the book, Simon Cow. And also, that doesn't even include the times where, because he's so angry with Simon Cow, he doesn't even say his, he says, that man, or the man with the high trousers, or like, V-neck. <laughs> and then, <laughs> the other thing as well, right? In the whole book, it's about how that, um, he, people sort of say that if he wasn't for the X Factor, he wouldn't have a, a career anyway, so he shouldn't, you know, he, he had nothing and they gave him it anyway. However, Steve Brookstein believes that he um, was going to have a big career anyway and he shouldn't have gone X Factor he should have just focused on making his own music um, and he, he used an example where at the beginning of the book he says instead when he went for his first X Factor audition he actually was he had the opportunity to support Lionel Richie and do some you know a, a, like a covers a bit before Lionel Richie came out um, when he was on tour in the UK um, so you know that's quite an interesting thing isn't it he was like oh I didn't know that about him anyway so he hasn't just mentioned that because in a book you sort of say that once right there are nine mentions of Lionel Richie's name in this book right the only st- all the same story he was going to support him once and I can just read a couple of you to him now because basically he thinks if he did this gig it would have gone to other things but he didn't he did X Factor instead so first one is um, great job how do you fancy supporting Lionel Richie quite a delicate normal intro into if you are going to support Lionel Richie then he says um, overcoming huge odds I had to turn down supporting Lionel Richie then he says the right decision about choosing the X Factor ahead of Lionel Richie, not. Um, it was now too late to go back and support Lionel Richie. That was 2005. Um, no, I would have supported Lionel Richie. That's what he always says when people say you wouldn't have had a career of X Factor. Um, also, in the, I was in the States prior to the show and I'd been about to support Lionel Richie. Um, also, um, for my story from Starfish reminding some people I'd sacrificed the opportunity to support Lionel Richie. This is not me making this up. This is actually read from this book. Um, the, greatest endorsement I rem- be, the greatest endorsement I can remember was being asked to support Lionel Richie. And then his last mention is, who knows where that Lionel Richie gig would have got me. <laughs> so it's safe to say, I think Steve Brooks at some point would definitely have supported Lionel Richie. Absolutely. Absolute radio.
We've been asking for any films that you've walked out on after my horrible time with the Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, I've been asking if you've ever walked out on a film at what point. Um, we've got quite an existential uh, text here from one, one person in particular. I have never walked out on a film, but I have felt the film just left me. Mark Kermode's in on text. Times are lean. Um, the Lord of the Rings said, then, then The Hobbit. Um, I can't, I cannot stand those films. They do my, well, another one here about, um, someone they walked out in Lord of the Rings. So my brother and I walked out of the first Lord of the Rings. It was an endurance test. Those hobbits on the side of the mountain declaring their love gave us the giggles. And once we start, started, we had to leave because people were taking it very seriously from Poppy. They do, don't they? Those Lord of the Rings people, they, oh, they don't mess about with it, do they? They love, oh, God. I think, sure you got enough on your plate that that noise i just punched the microphone to scratch my eye that's the kind of uh, professionalism level you're dealing with here um it's because i'm severely hung over um i was at a, a, a wedding last night which um i'll talk to you about you later and um i was wearing a shirt that did not fit me um because i've got a fat belly that i didn't have when i bought the shirt which was very degrading to the point when i mean i, I was going to whisper then because i didn't want because i was the best man at the wedding i didn't want i don't want the groom to know but i had to cut the shirt with scissors because it was so tight around my belly I had to cut the shirt and keep my jacket on and that is degrading especially when someone gives you a cuddle you think oh please don't feel the rip because <laughs> then they'll have to ask why have you got a rip in your back um, but yeah it was um, uh, it's one of those shirts it was from you know when you go to a proper shirt shop and you want to buy the shirt and they make you try on loads of old ones and they go oh that's your size and then give you one in a packet it never works because it's always different all the stretched baggy ones um, so that was quite stressful and um I'm getting through it, though, guys. I'm getting through it. Um, on the film subject, I've been watching TV now. I've given up on films. I sort of went off and ran about about Ultron. But um, I've been watching The Islands with Bear Grylls, which is quality. I don't know if you've seen it. Basically, there's um, two um, tropical islands with enough stuff for people to survive on. I think they originally put 20 men on one, 20 women on another, and they do it on, like, Thursday, I think it's Wednesday and Thursday. So there's an hour for each um, each of the sexes, the boys' island, the girls' island. And um, it's Bear Grylls doing it. But it's the easiest job in the world for Bear Grylls. He, he literally has to do nothing. He, he he just goes, oh, hello, welcome, and that's it. And he, he, he just does, like, three links, and he's got his name on it, and he's got his, bear, he's got his own clothing line. Bear Grylls. He's got his BG merch everywhere. He's got his shoes, his bags. He's got a little BG logo on it. Um, but I'm watching it. But the men's the men's island, they're like they're, they're sort of doing all right. They're arguing a little bit, going fishing. But the girls' island, I swear, it's just the same episode every week. I'm enjoying the men's one more because there's a few more arguments and they're they're doing more stuff. They're not being successful with it, but they're just doing more. On the girls' island, they literally just. They're, they're starving. They've got. They've had no food. They're starving. There's two weeks running now. They've been starving. There's been 50 minutes of them starving, and then what happens is they starve for 50 minutes, and then they kill a pig. That's, that's two weeks running now. That's just the same program, isn't it? Over and over again. Um, so I would like to see them do something else, oh, and um, rather than just um, kill a pig. And it was a bit gruesome. I didn't really like that, but you know, you've got to do it because I always think like, you know, like we've eaten meat. You sort of think, oh. I suppose poor animals have to die, and if I can bring myself to kill one, I shouldn't really be eating it. It's very hypocritical, and that, you know, I shouldn't be eating a, a pig if I couldn't do it myself. And I think, oh, maybe I shouldn't, but then, like, bacon's well nice, isn't it? Absolute radio. Oh, I need to make an apology. Um, one is I've had a biscuit and I've not digested it properly and I've started talking. That's the first one. Um, the second is to Angela Sinclair, um, and I think this is an apology for everyone. I've been telling everyone that. 
Tottenham are playing Man United and they're not um, and, and I know I'm supposed to be doing a football radio show so I probably should know that because there's, there's only two games on and uh, Man United played yesterday so I don't think they're having that turnaround um, yeah, so it's Man City versus Tottenham that's the actual game so sorry about all that confusion I think what happened was I heard Manchester and Tottenham and in my head Manchester United and Tottenham would be a more exciting game and I just invented it um, so that's not happening it's Man United Man City that is happening I apologise it's because I'm a bit hungover I know that's no excuse really but it is my excuse because um, I was at this wedding I went to my best friend's wedding it was a gay Brazilian wedding and it was one of the most flamboyant things I've ever seen um, the dance floor was outrageous it was no, I mean, it's so divisive in my life it was in the middle loads of these Brazilians it was like a carnival and then loads of British people around the edge slowly getting drunk enough to wander in the middle um, but it was brilliant fun um and I um, basically I had an argument with the barman there because they wouldn't serve any spirits so I, end, I ended up drinking Jaeger in an alleyway um, in Shoreditch and um, I'll tell you what it was a lot more fun than it sounded on paper we'd go to the little off licence I mean I don't really encourage drinking in the street but got some cups um, it was like a picnic but with just Jaeger bombs um, so that's what I was doing and that's why I thought it was a different game on so sorry about that Absolute, Absolute Radio I've got my guest here this week it's only Andy Zaltzman Hello Hello you alright? Yes I'm very well thanks Rob That was a strange first hello wasn't it yeah i guess so i hadn't really been practicing my hellos for a while <laughs> you've it's been, been a while since anyone so. <laughs> you good i'm very well thanks yeah. and he's also been you are a very funny comedian i've got that comedian is it a main thing writer yeah. podcaster uh no comedian i guess yeah comedian comedian um, a comedian that does yeah. other bits and bobs isn't yeah. it yeah and um thanks for coming on thanks you a big football fan I'm a, I'm a big sports fan in general yeah i don't think i'm as much of a football fan as i used to be no since it became slightly tedious uh kind of wealth-based um, plaything for dodgy billionaires. I mean, it just lacks that. <laughs> so it sort of takes away that you know Hartfield local club edge, doesn't right, it? It lacks the glory. But I, I took my kids to see Dulwich Hamlet a few weeks ago. Oh right, they've got a billionaire owner now. Is, they, they do not have a billionaire owner. But um, if this is what the eighth tier of. Uh, of league football, and it, actually it was on New Year's Day, they had about a, over a thousand people in. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, ten, kids were free, beer was £2.50 a pint. Yeah, it was house, fo- good football. So basically, you just like going outside to drink, it's, but with yeah. a few people. Yeah, I don't, yes. I mean, I, I don't drink a lot myself, but I like the, I like the idea that people can get cheap beer, <laughs> philosophically. <laughs> a big so. cricket fan, though, because as soon as you got yes. in here, you didn't even say hello, you just went, oh, where's the cricket? Well, can I, I watch the cricket? Cricket's been with me uh, in my life much longer than you have, Rob, so... Uh, oh, yeah, really? It's going to take priority. So, How old are you, yeah. Andy? I'm, I'm 40. You're yeah. 40? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you've um, always liked cricket since you was a child. Since I was six, yeah. I can't... I was used to be a cricket steward. I was talking to you about before. Yeah. And I just... I, don't, I still don't know what happened. It was the easiest right. job of my life, though. It don't yeah. kick off, does it? Not... Not often. Not, not, not in England. <laughs> not and you did lot. it in, in, in Canterbury. In Canterbury? It's not known for its cricketing riots. I, I might as well have just been called the picnic police. I just <laughs> had to check they didn't have glass bottles. That was it. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah... Like, guys, it's wine boxes, yeah. OK? Just wine boxes. <laughs> you know what? When you go to the proms, that's it. Take your wine boxes. Yeah. Um, also, I've got down here that you're... Did you start the classics at Oxford. I did, Rob. Yes. The, the Oxford, not even like the Bronx. Bronx the Oxford, yeah. You went to the Oxford and oh, the classics. I did, yeah. I mean, this is re- well, you've yeah. really brought the intelligence of the show up a few notches because I'm, it's like, I'm just like a right. You'll, you'll, you'll just osmose it off me. It'll I'm just, just like the seep from. I'm like a gorilla man. man. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're gonna. I mean, we'll I don't know what we'll that meant. Speaking, but... You'll be speaking Latin by the end of this broadcast. Well, it probably make more sense than what I'm doing at the moment. <laughs> so let's go. For, let's try and aim for that. Um, so we're going to be doing a quiz with you later on, Andy. As per, you excited? You could. Good, it must be good at quizzes. You're going to Oxford. Uh, yeah, I guess that's one way of looking at it. Um, <laughs> I, I was once—I uh, I used to do a sports quiz for my, my local cricket club down in Kent. Oh and, yeah. Um, uh, 
every at the end of every year there, there was a sports because all the local cricket teams were putting a, a team. And I, after my village won it three years in a row, I was asked not to come back the following year because <laughs> I was spoiling it. <laughs> you sort of live a, li- a life of like the nineteen thirties, just yeah. sort of like the village. Well, that was my rock and roll youth. Was getting banned from a sports club quiz for knowing too much. But absolute no, too much about, about sport. sport. Well, let's see how you get on with your quiz later on. And um, also, we're going to get you to do the goal noise. Yes. Are you aware of this guy? Do you want to listen to rock and roll football? Uh, not habitually, I'll be honest. Oh, I'll what? Be honest, Rob. Why not, mate? What's wrong? Well, I'm just I'm usually reading ancient Greek texts at this time on a Sunday. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. You don't want to mess about with your, your programming. I can give you a couple of examples of... Um, right. So, like, this is... Um, that's Jimmy Bullard doing it. Oh, he, went a bit, he went a bit mental for him. He can't, I like to think that's his un- internal monologue at all times. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's like, I mean, yeah. you think I'm a bit basic, but he's like, <laughs> I just walk around him and it feels incredible. Um, if you have a few others, I mean, like, this one's a bit more exciting. Yes! One goal! That's a, that's a Scottish man called Brian from Dundee. We got him to do that. And then, um... That was a slobber knocker! That's, that's Humphrey Kerr. <laughs> Carr. I always get his name wrong. It's just a bit weird, isn't it? Three letters for a surname. Yeah. I think surname should always be more on three letters, and if it's not, I'm just I'm going to struggle yeah, with I mean, it. If everyone stopped at three letters, we'd have run out of surnames pretty quickly. So people like him are trying to drag humanity back to the Dark Ages. Well, yeah, and the stories he told about his great-grandfather, I think that actually yeah, did yeah. happen as well in yeah. Ireland. <laughs> it's from uh, some naughty stock. Um, yeah, so have a little <laughs> think about um, how you want to do it, because you can be a bit more chilled out. I mean, um, I think I've got a couple here that are a bit more relaxed but I mean I think you get the idea this is my favourite one he shoved it right in that's Joe with his take on it so have a little think about that and then after this song we'll come back and get you to do your goal and then okay. if there's a goal in the uh, Tottenham Man City game we'll be able to play out then okay sound good yes excellent. perfect um, right shall I count <clears throat> you in how do you like being counted in yeah count, count me in count d- down from three I'd say okay down yeah. from three okay yeah. up three to six <laughs> no no finish on one yeah <laughs> Right, three, two, one. Goal! Percy has put his plonker in the post box. RSVP, that's a goal. <laughs> well, that's brilliant. Thanks very much. Born to do it. Born to do it. Who's Percy? No idea, mate. <laughs> he no scored idea. a lovely goal. <laughs> right, we'll have that all clipped up, and then if uh, Man City or Tottenham score, then um, we've got a lovely goal yeah. to play out, haven't we, Andy? It's one of the things that annoys me about radio uh, football commentary is the commentators not saying the word goal when a goal is scored, and you're going to have to infer it from the tone of their voice. Really? Yeah, I get, it really I annoys me. It. I want someone to shout, goal. Tell me, that's a goal. So what do they normally shout? They like, oh, and Sharer! And you have to go, well, has he missed it? Has he scored it? Or has he just, like, given oh, birth oh, on really, a pitch? Really over-enthusiastic. Just say the word goal. Yeah, just, fair enough. Well, I mean, there that... are, I'll be honest, there are more important issues in the world at the moment. But well, that what, mate? That what? Two or three more, what? but... But what? That need, well, let's not go into the details. <laughs> oh, come on, like what? But uh, oh, I mean, there's an election on Thursday, and, uh, and no party's really addressing this issue. Right? Of the goal. I'm a floating voter. But no, one, need... no, one, no one has this in, in their manifesto. Sort out radio commentators saying goal. Yeah. And in cricket saying out or wicket. Or, well, <laughs> come on. I let's mean, have some clarity. Fair enough. Right, we'll start that petition, yeah. and then after this, hopefully, me and Andy Zulsman will bring the word, the word goal. Yeah. Well, I'm trying, mate. I say well, it every week. Well, good, good I for say you, been, I always go, there's been a goal. You're a, you're a, lone, you're a lone hero. And I might get the goal wrong. Yeah. It might not be a goal. It, it might not. be for a different player. It might be for a wrong team. Well, it might not even be in football. Yeah. But I say it, yeah. and I try my best. Good for you. And that's good. all we can do, isn't yeah. it, Andy? And these stupid commentators. Yeah, you'll be looked back on... Fondly by history for your role. In yeah, this, uh, when this I'm story. getting my gold award from the Sony people yeah. or Arkiva or whatever they are, <laughs> and they'll be like, "He was he pioneered goal with yeah. the help of Andy Zaltzman." That's right. We'll do that.
Yeah, it's good to leave a legacy, Rob. This is, this is absolute, absolute radio. Problem with my education, I was very expensively educated and went to Oxford study, and I ended up, you know, with an education <laughs> that had not qualified me to, for example, uh, change a, a plug, um, change yeah. a tire on a on a car. Yeah, that'd be uh, quite a short degree, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, or uh, <laughs> talk to uh, talk to women. Certainly, left school basically unable, not even sure if it was legal to talk to women. <laughs> or, what, what to do? What to do to a, a, a woman once you once you talk talk to one? Um, do, they, do they do they need feeding? Do they osmose? So there are various gaps in my knowledge, but I was able to express those gaps in grammatically perfect Latin, so it was fine. Exactly, yeah. So just you just, need to, just need to find a Latin bird, and yeah. then you'll be all right. <laughs> That's right. Luckily, I didn't don't even know if allowed to say yeah. bird. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's allowed anymore, is it? Uh, but I always talk about this. No, well, you say that, but in fact, the famous Latin uh, poet Catullus referred to his girlfriend as uh, as uh, as a uh, little bird. So, so you did. There you go. Did, you did. You're osmosing the classics, Rob. I'm osmosing the classics, mate. <laughs> To be fair, the closest I've got to classics was a pair of Reebok classics, <laughs> as opposed to your education. <laughs> did you go to private school then? I did, yes. What, I did. Was it a posh one? It was. Uh, I mean, I w- yeah, it was quite a posh one. What's it in, called? Uh, Tumbridge School in Kent. Tumbridge and School was, in I was Kent. very expensive and educated. I'm, I'm a white, middle-class man, grew up in the home counties, never had a proper job. I just don't understand how I'm not in the cabinet. It <laughs> makes no... Yes! I full What's thought... I, I tick every box. Yeah. It can only be anti-Semitism, Robert. It's the only... Oh, uh, feasible explanation. Well, do you think that actually is? Is we need to get serious? Now? Yeah, that's de- definitely. Just, just to make sure, he definitely thinks that's <laughs> anti-Semitism. Need the internet. Um, right, we're gonna. We've been talking today about the John Terry effect. This is when John Terry. Everyone hates him, but he's brilliant. <laughs> so basically, if if there's something that you hate. But it's really, really good, and you can't afford it. We've had some great suggestions. Um, I don't like celery. You can't right. afford it. It's a perfect fruit. Fruit. I don't know. What it is. It's a salad. <laughs> it's a, sa- a bit of salad. What is a celery? Is it vegetable? It's a vegetable, I'd say. Yeah, but I mean, it does a job in a bolognese. If you want to <laughs> chop it up? Yeah, yeah, it, it does. does pull his finger out when he yeah, gets yeah. in there. Um, so, what's your, what's your John Terry effect? Is it something that you that you hate, but is, is, you technically can't afford? Uh, science for me. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, that don't, is. don't trust it. Telling us how to live our lives. You know what you can and can't do. You know, if I want to jump in the air and not come down science all of a sudden says no you can't do that <laughs> so i admit that it's good well yeah it's good to know i don't it. like it i don't i don't trust it i think it's up to yeah because uh, like, everyone has a go about like the go- government and the police for rules and yeah. laws but science, science people been do it well. us around for 13 billion years rob and it's it's time to stop the environment you know it's not it's not humanity's fault it's science's fault well, cause it, yeah because they always go about environment and recycling but it's I don't I can't be bothered to wash out a cup and put it yeah. in a different if, bin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, know it's, I know it's supposed to, but like you think, oh, what is this one cup gonna do? Come on! <laughs> I've had one. I've had a muller light. I'm already having diet yogurt, and now I've got to wash it out. Put the foil in one. Put the cup in the other. Um, yeah, mean, well, you can always balance that out by um, just going running over a bit of uh, a fox or a badger because they breathe out carbon dioxide very bad for the atmosphere so if you drive your car badgers do yeah you breathe out carbon dioxide absolutely absolutely so if you, don't if everyone, you drive, everyone does that don't yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just like a, shit, like a badger thing no. but I'll do that no so just, just run one over it balances out the carbon emissions oh okay fair enough yeah. so that's we've got quite an approach of non-recycling and running over badgers yeah. I mean I, I wouldn't I wouldn't advise it that's very much our own personal that's I've your got, own thing yeah, you do yeah I've got a few more John Terry effects oh okay uh, go on the French dish ratatouille ratatouille not which, a fan of ratatouille no I mean I know the French know one end of a kitchen from another but frankly with ratatouille for me they've they've uh, they've messed up 
big time. What is it's gratatouille? An abs- it's an absolute vegetable mess. It's like know. a salsa without any attitude. Yeah, abs- that's a very nice way of putting it. It is a chunky salsa <laughs> with no attitude. Yeah, yeah, no attitude on the south. Yeah. Um, it, and it's, <laughs> but the French seem to love it, and I'm, you know, who am I to tell them how to cook their vegetables? You know it's a terrible dish when a cartoon rat is more famous than the dish. Testify, brother. That would never happen to steak and chips, um, would it? Also, Joseph Stalin, I admit he was good at his job, but I just didn't like the cut of his chin. <laughs> He can't fault it. <laughs> it's very efficient at what he did, but I don't really agree with and, it. And uh, Class A drugs as well. Uh, you know, I admit they, they clearly are good at what they do. But bad. But, but bad in but many other ways. Very, very early ways. Oh, Sorry. good. And um, have you ever walked out of a film? That's the other thing we're talking about, because I had the Ump of Avengers, hated it, and I walked out of right. Spider-Man 3. Have you ever walked out? Uh, I did walk out of one film. Um, I walked out of uh, the, the, the first of the new Star Wars films. Um when it was out was about 1999 forget Revenge or what was it called I can't remember anyway, oh the, oh, the I was watching, Phantom Menace yeah, I was, uh, Phantom Menace I was watching it as an in, in-flight movie so it was, that was a real error <laughs> but um <laughs> but 30,000 feet later I realised the error's on my way also recently uh, f- 50 Shades of Grey I went um, made the mistake of, I went with a friend of mine who refurbishes prisons and he thought it was going to be the paint documentary to end all paint documentaries <laughs> and uh, very disappointed <laughs> Actual jokes. I don't, we don't normally have that. Sorry. On the, on the, no, oh, don't, right. I didn't realise that was apologise. <laughs> That's a good thing. I'm, I'm I've, been, I've been doing a lot of election stuff recently, Rob, and this is uh, this is it's nice not it's, to have to think about that garbage. We can talk about it if you want. No thanks. No, 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 no I would not talk about election because right. if you say one thing about one of them, you got to say <laughs> one thing about other because then they tell you off. You go, well, he's like that, but then he's like that, but he's not nice and he is nice. So that's my election covered. Absolute radio. You've been watching the cricket, so yep. this is our the first ever rock and roll cricket. Well, rock and roll and cricket are two terms that go absolutely. Oh, well, they're rocking all over the world, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I, Mick Jagger, massive cricket fan. Oh, is as, he? As is Eric Clapton. So, I mean, yeah, rock yeah, and roll is rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, sort of yeah, and a lot of youth as well. Into yeah. Yeah, those all those up and coming rock stars you keep banging on about. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> those new guys. <laughs> um, so we're going to do um, a quick update of uh, yes. England are playing the West Indies. England, whoopsie! There's been a wicket. That's nice. You've got the first thing, yep. Uh, we've Go, England have been Andy. bowled out for 123, which is, that's is not a very, bad no. score for a cricket's, uh, cricket non-official. One, two, three yeah. for ten people, it's isn't it? But that was their second goal, so Western East need 191 um, to oh. win. And that's and not a lot. Of that. Send English cricket back to. We've been navel gazing. Things have gone quite badly. We sacked Kevin Peterson uh, just over a year ago. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just people keep trying to run him over because of his haircut. Uh, that is essentially <laughs> what happens. Uh, at the head of English cricket was behind the, the wheel of a, of, a, of a Land Rover trying to knock him down. I think. Um, <laughs> and it basically, in the World Cup, England were just they were beyond awful. They the whole team. You went out there, didn't you? I did, yeah. And they, yeah, they kept sort of going down faster than a buttered baby down a well waxed water slide. <laughs> and uh, did a bit of empirical research for that joke, but I've got two kids. I can spare one. There you go. A classic Zoltman from the archives. And, uh, <laughs> she's lucky that no one knows I have archives. But anyway, but, uh, <laughs> See if just having a so resolutely low key career. Um, so <laughs> you can really whip out your A grade that, stuff, right, and it's not really, doesn't clunk through because it's been already been seen. Got, everywhere. I could even have got away with that without mentioning it. Yeah, anyway, you didn't need to. I just thought yeah. that was a really good quip. I didn't right. realise it was one of your, one of your right, right, right. 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 gold gold disc jokes. Um, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, so and it looked, we won the last match in the West Indies, and everyone thought, oh, it's back on track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we are. We've now tried to derail our own train essentially. So, but it's we could. West Indies win. not any good. West Indies are not great. They but, used to be utterly terrifying. They used, used to be really good. Nightmares as a child. Brian Lara. Brian Lara. Well, he was sort of the last link to the great West Indian team because he had uh, his own cricket computer game. Well, I mean that there's no greater testament no. to uh, a sportsman than that. Yeah, his own, own game. Own, it's like being like own computer game. Yeah, like it's sort of like Phil Neville football. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that wouldn't have happened. That's all. Graham but, Dot Snooker Mayhem or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I've got it all in the hole at once. Yeah. <laughs> um, pot corner, pocket, pocket, yeah. pocket. Um, and um, oh, I thought there was another goal. But it's half time. Yeah, it's it's half time. Um, I was going to say as well in cricket. What's you know when like when someone gets out, yes. another bloke comes on. That's right. But when they've got all, the, when they've gone for everyone, yes. And then someone goes out. Yeah. The bloke who there's always one left who hasn't been that's got right. out. Yeah. Why can't he just go for it on his own? Well, that's just the nature of the game. It's you know. Why just, can't he? It, it just reflects the random cruelty of the universe, Rob. Yeah, but well, I that's think why can't until I've it up, right. it should be like whatever that last bloke scores yeah. is like times five. Times five? Yeah, because he's having to do it on his own. So yeah. basically, right, so what happens is you've got one bloke left because yeah. everyone's gone out, so he's, but he's got to do two laps, hasn't he? Yeah. So he's got, uh, basically, he's oh, got so to he's got have to run both. He's got to run like, for both I, people. I like the way you're thinking about this. And, then, kind of, uh, and then that way makes it a bit more fun. And then that way, if you're dancing, you could run really claw it back. Do you reckon that would be a. Uh, yeah, this is the kind of, uh, you know, sideways modern thinking that English cricket has lacked for too mm. long, Rob. I think you have a, a Maybe, position really at the highest echelons of cricket administration. On the cricket board. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'd like to see you pursue that. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add to cricket? Because it always gets a bad rep to be livened up. Yes. Uh, I think that well, could be a just, good option. I could just double the value of all the runs. That would make it twice as exciting yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to see that in football as well I mean it, 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 teams would go for nil-nil draws if they just knew they had to score one to get two uh, yeah. they'd, they'd be much more attacking um, <laughs> so I think we'd say is that archives or just uh, <laughs> chit-chat <laughs> bands no, no, it's a bit of chit-chat um <laughs> this is absolute, absolute radio it's quiz time Excellent. Are you right. excited about quiz time? Um, I was born to quiz. You, are, you, are, you strike me as a bit of a quizzer. Right. Um, yeah. Um, as you have got a degree in classics yeah. from the University <laughs> College Oxford, is that how you yeah. say that? Oh, well, yeah, I only what? went there because I, I initially went to the University of Life, but I was thrown out after one term because <laughs> I was so bad at it. Um, do you have any other opted at Cambridge pique your interest? No, no, I mean, there wasn't, it wasn't like a kind of young footballer bidding war type thing. No, no, not like uh, Bloods and the Crips, that no. kind of thing. You just sort of, <laughs> yeah. probably best for the course. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, right, it's quiz time. Right. It's my favourite bit of the whole show, because <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> Love doing that. Okay, yeah. so the um, quiz is on classics. Oh, right, right, okay. Yeah, because right. I've been uh, reading a bit of classics. All right, then. So um, I'm going to... Okay. Some of these words I've never seen before. Right, okay. So it's going to be quite difficult for me, because right. um, I struggle with normal things. Okay. Okay, question number one. Yeah. The Roman... <laughs> I mean, Ro- yeah, we're worried if I'm struggling on Roman. The Roman Emperor... Yeah. Caligula? Yeah. Caligula? Yes. Is that correct? Notorious per- Caligula. Notorious... Caligula? Uh, yeah. Okay. Caligula. Caligula. Yes. Is he anything to do with calligraphy? Not, no, not entirely. No. No. no unless... No, he, he did no, have nice handwriting? I, I'm not sure he did have nice handwriting, but no. he did or have she? A, an extraordinary range of uh, sexual predilections. That, oh, really? Well, anyway. got, well, exactly, well you, you know, you've got not time for handwriting if you're up to that. That's right. Anyway, so, E, this geezer was actually called, uh, Caligula, yes. was actually called Gaius Germanicus. Right. Yeah, is that? 
Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that right? Yeah, cool. Uh, Caligula was a nickname. Right. Yep. A bit like being called Emperor Smithy. Right. Or something like that. Um, what is the trans... What is the rough... What is the rough translation of Caligula? Is it A, Bootsy, yep. B, Tootsy, or C, Cootsy? I'd go for Bootsy on that one. You'd go for Bootsy on that one. Let's have a little look at that. Correct. Oh, right. Well oh, done. He was a I terrific mean, footballer. The he, uh, the, the played, up, played up front for Lazio. Oh, really? Boots. He was in their 42 AD uh, starting Serie 11. Serie A winning team. Yeah. Right. Next question. Right. right. That was hard work. That okay. one, wasn't it? That was that yeah. was painful. Two. Zeus. Now, it. Oh, little Zeus. Yeah. Zeus would often come down to earth and seduce ladies disguised as other things. Yeah. Which of the following We've did all he done it? <laughs> did he not disguise himself as? You disguised yourself as an awkward man, didn't you? For the first. <laughs> four years after uni. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Zeus would often come down to earth and seduce ladies disguised as other things. Which of the following did he not disguise himself yeah. as when chatting up girls? Right. Was it A, a swan, yeah. B, an omelette, <laughs> or C, <laughs> a shower of gold coins? <laughs> so what did he not disguise as? Well, I mean... Because you, know, you should know this. You've well, got I'm a degree know, but I'm just trying to put myself in his position. You know, mm. if you are trying to seduce... Uh, a woman, and yeah. that is not my sphere of expertise. Uh, no, you know, I have one wife, and I'm, you know, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. So I'll stick at that. Fair um, enough. That's but, best. Uh, and it was a bit of a fluke, to be honest. And <laughs> she could be doing so much better. But please, <laughs> listeners, don't just keep that under your hats. I don't want that, that leaking out. Um, but uh, I know she's not listening. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, sw- swan ladies love swans. Yeah. You know, uh, because, Unless it's angry, uh, yeah. I mean, they love it. They can break your arm. Yeah, but uh, you know, a swan is a notoriously, uh, notoriously, um, you know, seductive bird. I would that, you say that? Uh, I'd say know, I don't know, it's got a lot of neck. I mean, is that good? That depends on uh, if you like necks or not. If you yeah. like necks, I'll go giraffe. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe Zeus. That was first date. So right? Zeus. So you, you first d- date swan, second date giraffe. So you think Zeus would dress us as Definitely a swan? Definitely dress as a swan. Gold coins. I mean, you know, how do you dress as gold coins? Not every woman goes for goes for money, but some do. Let's. Uh, in my head, if he's just dis- disguised himself, if he's dressed as, is he dressed in it or is he? Because oh, he's if turned he's, himself into. Oh. But how are you right. going to seduce a lady Look, if you're just a coin? The kid had skills. Let's give him that. Zeus. I mean, he was king of the gods. Uh, terrific. Uh, king terrific. of the gods. Popped up with some cheeky little thunderbolts here and there. Yeah. Uh, terrific, uh, terrific little deity uh, back in the day. Out of form now. Out of uh, form, yeah. He's out of club. He's, he's, kept, but, um, he's gone quiet, hasn't he? He has gone quiet. Do you know what I mean? He's like Kane. He had a good middle and start to the season, but yeah. last few games, Harry Kane's it's really. Must be due a comeback. I mean, he's got to be better than some of the gods that are knocking around on the circuit these days. Yeah, so they seem like difficult, the, bit hard work, yeah, some do. of these guys. Everyone's really getting stressed about yeah. it. Always Zeus just turn up. And also, when you say dressed as a shower of um, gold coins, yeah. in my head, I see, you know, the, um, the like, the. Um, tipping point machines, you know, like in the down uh, the seaside. Oh yeah, those yeah. like two p machines. So yes. I think it's just like that, being all like in and out and all smooth. Yeah. I mean, if, he, if it was today, he'd probably come as a, a credit so, card of some kind. So what's so, your answer? But I reckon a that swan, no, an omelet, or a shower of gold coins. It's just really hard to imagine su- su- successfully seducing uh, a lady dressed uh, as an omelette. Um, I mean, as a, as a single boiled egg, there's a certain purity to that, mm. a certain simplicity. In many ways, it's appealing to the feminine side. You know, the egg, of course, very yeah, much yeah, yeah. symbolic of... I mean, uh, I, th- I think you might be overthinking um, this. Right. Well, but also shaped like a, a you know, a gentleman's... Um, <laughs> 
um, egg. Kaplunk. Boiled egg. Yeah, sure. So I reckon. You can imagine what you could. Yeah. If you're going to go dress as an egg, you go as an egg. You don't scramble. You don't. You don't scramble yourself. You don't omelet yourself. Fair enough. So you think omelet is the one he didn't disguise himself as? Correct. We got there. Correct. Right. Next one. Switzerland, in the language of Latin, has the same name as a famous font. And I don't mean like right. the font in churches, yeah. I mean like writing. Yeah. The famous font. Yeah. What font? A. San Serif, B. Wingdings, or C. Helvetica? <laughs> Well, I mean, this is quite niche. This is for Absolute Radio. This is, I mean, I, I th- I've always thought listening to Absolute Radio it needs more talk of Latin and I'm and trying to help me game, Andy. Yeah. I'm impressing you. Just, I've got to what, scratch my bum and shout about football all day. What is Absolute Radio doing to appeal to fans of different typefaces? That's what I've always thought, and now you're yeah, addressing that. the Wingdings has always been a um, lefter. Yeah, the, so what uh, are you going to say? What Wingdings, I was in a thrash punk band called the Wingdings at one point. I'm going to go with Helvetica for that. Helvetica! Yeah. Um, Oh, that's the wrong one. That's the round of twist theme music. Correct. <laughs> um, right, come on, next one. Which of the following ancient Roman dishes is false? Okay. Is it A, boiled lark's tongues, yep. B, spicy crow wings, C, duck feet soup, or f- D, ratatouille? <laughs> Which one? Well, uh, well the, I mean, the original... Well, there's two there that are false now. Oh, there's two? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. I'll change that. The... Uh... <laughs> So what ones? Well, rat- Ratatouille initially was... Yep, uh, correct. That was just a was, fun one. That yep. is, that, that's that correct. Was, uh, that's, that was two... Uh, that was rat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's that correct. Was and the other one? Raw, raw rat with a couple of ecstasy tablets. <laughs> ratatouille. <laughs> um, um, the, uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, oh, crows. Uh, I'm going to go lark's tongues. I think that's a Monty Pythonism. <laughs> correct. You are made in this. Right. How did the ancient Greek playwright... Uskerlus die. <laughs> it's spelled A E S C H Y L. Yeah. How did he? How did he die? A. He was killed by a minotaur. B. He was killed <laughs> by a Spartan after making a joke about his cupboards being empty. Or C. He was sitting outside and an eagle that had caught a tortoise mistook him, mistook his big bald head for a rock, and he dropped the tortoise on his big bald head to try and break the shell off, but it killed him. Right. I mean, that is a real hazard of being bald in a tortoise-heavy mm. country. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was that. That that was that, that was how he allegedly died. But some people think Oh, really? That's a tortoise on his the head? Tortoise, uh, tortoise, tortoise <laughs> on the head. That's clever, isn't it? Yeah. That's, cause they are old tortoises, aren't they? That's yeah, why so that's they the way he would have wanted to go. Oh, right. Probably. Um, oh, he loved falling tortoises. Last one. This is good for a full clean sweep, okay, Andy. what do I win for that? Um, you can quiz me if you want. All right, OK. Right, deal. What you you actually can do? Yeah, can do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Then we'll, we'll quiz me later. Yeah. Um, last question: Julius Caesar, one yeah. of the first men to have been documented as rocking a comb over, was notoriously touchy <laughs> about his baldness, which was quite ironic, as his name literally translates as abund- abundant hair. Right. That's is that the correct translation of right. Julius Caesar? Julius, not some. Uh, well, I think word, I think but, it is. Yeah, uh, but what did he do? To, shut up. What did he do <laughs> to ensure that people wouldn't notice he was bald? Did he a invented the laurel crown so it would cover his bald head, or b he passed a law that no one was allowed to stand above him and look down on his bald spot, or c he made himself the high priest of Rome because they got to wear the special headdress? Oh, I, I think uh, he didn't invent the laurel wreath. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, oh, uh, that's um, what, I'm going to go with the law that no one could stand more than uh, above him. 
no. Trick question. They were all correct. Oh. Daniel Zaltzman. Anyway, I'll still let you um, quiz me later. Right. But you've done four five out of five. Out. Was it four? Five out of six, right. mate. Five, five out, out of six. six. Yeah, I don't even know. But well done anyway. Thanks very much. Absolute radio. This is Rob Beckett, Rock and Roll Football. Still 1-0 to Man City in the Tottenham Man City game. And uh, I'm joined by Andy Zaltzman. Hello again. How you doing? I'm still doing well, thank you. Still doing very well. I keep asking. Yeah. No, well, Nothing's no, no, changed. No, there's been no major incidents during the course of this show to affect my initial answer. So oh, Aren't you really enjoying yourself? You're a bit overexcited. Oh yeah, I am. But I'm, I've learned to deal with that level of excitement in my life. Just so. calm it down. That's right. Yeah. I tell you what um, wasn't exciting was the boxing last night. Not really. No. Mayweather Pacquiao. Yes, that was. I uh, got up at four a.m. Uh, that proved to be. Did an you get up at four a.m. for it? Yes, because um, I got I, um, I got up at eight and I'd, I'd recorded it oh, and right. did it that way round. Yeah, well done, Einstein. That's good. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, very good. Uh, but uh, it was, yeah, it was. Uh, Mayweather's very good, but boring good. Like Chelsea, in it. Yes, it's defending. And what annoyed me was Mayweather thanked a watch company. Well, he wouldn't be where he is today without Hublot. precision timekeeping. I, mean, well, I think if you're going to do that, you should wear the watch during the fight, and you should ostentatiously look at the watch throughout yes. the fight. Yes, because it looks like you know he keeps saying, "Oh, they're such a great watch company." Why was he not wearing the watch? They were. They're like seventeen the grand. Hublot. Yeah. I've just looked. I've just googled Hublot. Right, That's, and um, it's that, a right back in Denmark, and oh, right. um, 16000 <laughs> pound watches. I think it's a good Which idea. Is more expensive, the watch or the fullback? Um, I'm not sure. I like to say, you, do, you do hear about footballers changing hands for sort of three or four thousand pounds in the lo- lower divisions, don't you? Yeah, because it's bad. Could it's, you get hublot? It's depressing that your car's worth more than yours as a footballer. Yeah. Um, but I think you, I agree with that. I think that was me getting distracted by the football, not talking whilst hosting a radio show. <laughs> there. Um, but um, I think that if they're sponsored by it, they've got to wear it all the time. So like, yeah. wear the watch, and then if you're sponsored by a Coke company, he's got to, like maybe wear a baseball cap with the you know they put the cups in yeah. and the straws and stuff like that, and just oh. Like, you know, because all other things, you know, like you know. Yeah, I guess you then end up with boxers being suspiciously sponsored by manufacturers of medieval suits of armor. Yeah, yeah, true. And also that Pele would have to wander around with those like Viagra treatments. <laughs> <to>, like, <laughs> <laughs> And boxing, that could be. You used to be a, pe- a legend, yeah. Pele. Now you'd wander around with like weird pills. <laughs> well, I think they should do that. That'd be good. Yeah. But he, um, he, uh, he reckons he's got an injury now. Pacquiao, he's got a bad shoulder. Yeah. Uh, well, nonsense. Uh, yeah, he did. I mean, he connected with a lot of punches. Unfortunately, what he connected with was the air, and I mean, the air took some real, some real pounding. <laughs> the air quite near where Mayweather's head He's had no, been. No mark on his face. He just moves out of the way no, of it. I, I mean, I, I, I think I, I get more facial bruising from the average breakfast than Floyd Mayweather has from nineteen years as a professional. <laughs> what boxer. are you doing with your omelets? Um, it's, it's not so much the, it's the shreddies. Just you're a shreddies the, man the in the morning for breakfast. The, the ricochet. What do you go for? What's your classic breakfast? Classic breakfast. I bet it's something a bit wacky. What? I don't know, I've got a feeling. How wacky? I don't know, something right. like honey on Rivita. Right, I like a, a bit of rhinoceros toad. Um, <laughs> a lark's tongue. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What do you I have? Mean, what's your I normal? I do like a fry up. You know. Oh, yeah, everyone likes that, but that's not every day, is it? Yeah, I mean, that, also, I'm from a Jewish background, so if you have it before 11 a.m., it's kosher. That's, um, <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, I, did, so. I did a gig um, in North Finchley, um, to what was basically like 90% Jewish audience, right. but I didn't really realise until like halfway through, I did a whole routine about how much I love ham sandwiches. <laughs> and I was like, this, this ham sandwich bit normally really gets them going, <laughs> but I'm getting nothing here. Yeah. You might as well have just stood up and said, here's what you could have had. Um, <laughs> But I'm a very bad Jew. I was recently voted least likely Messiah by Expectant Jew magazine, in fact. So, really? Yeah. Expectant Jew magazine? Is that, is that a joke? Or is that a thing? I've no idea anymore. It all blends into one. Absolute. Absolute radio. 
Andy, it's near the yes. end of the show. You said you're going to quiz me. Yeah. Because um, you got all the questions right. Um, we had a Stu's inquiry, and yeah. you were correct with the last one. Okay, so yeah, that was a clean sweep, right. first full clean sweep. So you're going to quiz me right. now. What category do you want? I can give you economics or football. Uh, economics. All right, OK. <laughs> That's, uh, OK, the question is, what is the highest denomination banknote ever officially issued? Was it A, the 204 million ruble note issued by Peter the Great to celebrate winning the tallest man in Russia competition three times in a row? Each million rubles represented a centimetre of Peter's winning height, and he paid it to himself in prize money. Was it the 500 billion lira note? It's rumoured that a suitcase full of these rare notes sank to the bottom of Lake Como in 1938 when Benito Mussolini capsized his pedalo whilst trying to impress racing driver Alberto Ascari's new girlfriend. Was it C, the 100 quintillion and Pango note issued when Hungary went naught crazy after the end of the Second World War. The Soviets later forced the locals to use more decimal points or face immediate execution. Or was it D, the one trillion Ugandan shilling note, ordered specially by Idi Amin in 1974 so he could make the world's richest origami pigeon? Um, can I do football instead? <laughs> Can I have a football one? I don't get any. I don't really understand any. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, in case you want to take a punch at the answer. Ian Wright. Ian Wright is the wrong Ian answer. Ian Wright, right, right. It was the 100, was it? 100 quintillion pango note. 100 quintillion yeah. pango note? Post-war Hungary. Oh, yeah. one trillion. What was it? One, uh, one, uh, 100 quintillion. Quintillion. That's, that's a lot. A lot of is noughts. that real? That's, that's a fact. That's been <laughs> verified by bits of the internet. Okay, cool. Okay, we'll give you football. Yeah. Garincha. Yes, Brazilian footballer. Yep, the name Garincha right. means songbird, but why was the Brazilian football legend so called? Was it because A, he used to warm up for matches by singing Bananarama tunes into a pretend microphone? Was it B, because he learnt his phenomenal ball control by trapping passing birds on his instep, flicking them over his shoulder and swallowing them whole? <laughs> was it C, because he would celebrate goals by running to the corner flag, chirruping at the crowd and pretending to lay an egg? Or was it D, he just absolutely loved songbirds? There was something about him that really got to him. I think he loved them. Yeah, absolutely correct. True? Oh, wicked. He loved songbirds. Nailed it, got one. Loved songbirds. So give us one more. Give us one more, Zulzman. And okay. then if, I'll get, if I win this one, I've won more than you. All right. Okay, well, um, that's the new quiz. That's the, that's the real quiz. That's okay. in the office. That's the real quiz. Uh, let's go for. Um, uh, let's go for this. Uh, hang on. Uh, the. Uh, I'll just find a good one for you. Okay, the year specialist subjects of yours. Yeah. The year sixteen twenty six. I'm better at sixteen sixty four. Well, because of the Cronenberg adverts. Uh, which of the following events actually happened in sixteen twenty six? Was it a? Oh, hang on quickly. What sixteen twenty six? What yeah. kind of? I, well, I'm trying to visualise that. What okay. are they wearing? Uh, wearing big. Big hats, big, big, <laughs> big, big hats and beards. Yeah. Like um, Albert Abraham Lincoln. Uh, well, he was a couple hundred years later, but yeah, he was <laughs> heading, in that, heading in that direction. Oh, fair enough. Um, which of the following actually happened? Uh, King Charles the First, after a controversially dissolving Parliament, spent a month pretending to be a condor just to see what it was like. <laughs> was it B? The uh, top-ranking philosopher Francis Bacon died whilst shoving snow up a hen's backside. Was it C? Nur Haki, the founder of the Qing Dynasty in China. Um, uh, left all his money to an owl sanctuary? Or was it D, a woman in Nor Norfolk burned herself to the stake after tripping over her cat while sweeping the landing, losing her footing, straddling her broomstick and inadvertently cackling as she tumbled down the stairs into a cauldron? Why are they always about birds? It's a lot of birds. There's <laughs> a running theme of birds. I reckon it's the snow up the end bomb. That is entirely correct. Is it? The story oh. is Francis Bacon, the legendary uh, writer... Scientist, uh, philosopher, statesman, he apparently died doing an experiment to see if he could freeze a chicken by stuffing, it from the stuffing it with snow. He caught a chill, died. Oh. 
Disappointing way to go. I would, if I try and freeze anything. And the um, the football oh, the football's right. finished. Yep. That's the end of the quiz. That's the end of the football. One nil to Man City, and that is the end of our time together here, oh, Andy. Wasn't that fun? It was fun. Thank yeah. you so much for coming oh, in. A pleasure, Rob. Thanks and um, hopefully, see. You, I might see it Tuesday at Comedians Football. That's right. Yeah, I'll be bossing the midfield as always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you say bossing it he's giving out the bibs uh, that's basically it basically um, thank you so much um, thanks for listening um, I'll be back next week 2 o'clock and um, you know, Andy as well he's on Twitter Zoltz Cricket, Cricket. And uh, hello, hello bugles. Um, you do a brilliant podcast with John Oliver. Yeah, called the um, bugle. Called the bugle, yeah. and it's really funny. And it's done from your shed, isn't it? Uh, well, I write. It's done from I your shed in his penthouse in New York. Pretty much. That's basically <laughs> yeah. the size of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. See you next week. Bye. This is, this is absolute, absolute radio.